0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here, we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone, welcome to this week's weekly news roundup. That was kind of redundant, I know. I hope you all are having a great day. It's, It's like middle of the day for me right now, and also, I remembered... I forgot, because I forgot twice. We did actually get some information on the electric MC20, so hopefully that should clear up some of the confusion from about, what, almost two months ago that I had regarding the power outputs and all that stuff. So, very much unlike how we typically run this podcast, we're actually going to start off reading an article here. Electric Maserati MC20 to feature three electric motors and more than 621 horsepower. When Maserati unveiled the MC20 earlier this week, the company confirmed plans for an electric variant. However, they didn't say much about the upcoming model. That's changing today, as Autoblog is reporting. Maserati's upcoming range of electric vehicles will be dubbed Folgore, which is Italian for thunder. The publication says the Folgore variants will have an 800 volt powertrain, which powers three electric motors. The two motors will power the rear wheels, while a third will power the front wheels. There's no word on specifications at this point, but the MC20 Folgore will absolutely be more powerful than the standard model which has a twin-turbo 3.0-liter V6 engine that produces 621 horsepower and 538 pound-feet of torque. It enables the car to run from 0 to 60 in less than 2.9 seconds before hitting a top speed in excess of 202 miles per hour. Furthermore, the MC20 Folgore is slated to have a 300 kilowatt fast charging capability and a lithium-ion battery pack that is mounted behind the firewall for weight distribution reasons. While the MC20 Folgore will be the company's electric halo car, it won't be their first EV. That honor will, will go to the upcoming Gran Turismo, as the MC20 Folgore will debut sometime after the MC20 Convertible as a 2023 model. So basically, you're going to have to wait about two years before the Folgore comes out. That's a ways off, but it appears the MC20 Folgor will feature unique styling to improve aerodynamics and help distance it from the standard model. As Maserati's head of design, Klaus Busse, said, we are trying to avoid unnecessary air openings and air outlets in contrast to some of our co- to some of our competitors that seem to depend on them to convey a message. Bit of shade there, Klaus. There you go. So now we know that the MC20 Fulgor is going to have more power than the normal MC20. And so the normal MC20 should have a top speed of about 202 and all the aforementioned stats. So now we know the electric version is going to be more powerful. The 621 horsepower is for the normal standard Soon to be coming MC20, the petrol-powered MC20. Let's get back to the, let's get back to some other news though. Well, pretty much all the other news before we get to the break, and then we'll delve into a few articles there, but I digress. Now anyone can hail Waymo's driverless robo-taxis in Metro Phoenix. People can hail a self-driving Chrysler Pacifica in Phoenix, Arizona using the Waymo One app. I can already tell that is something we're definitely going to be talking about. Diesel 2020, Mazda 6, and CX-5 finally complete their certification process in the U.S. Mazda apparently hasn't given up on diesel engines in America. Surveys suggest half of U.S. fire departments don't have protocols for responding to EV or hybrid fires. A majority of fire departments said resources and funding issues are an obstacle for responding to incidents involving eco-friendly vehicles. Or, at that point, not-so-eco-friendly vehicles. C8 Corvette factory shuts down for at least one week due to parts shortage. Chevrolet will continue to build 2020 model-year Corvettes through December to fill the orders. 2021 Ram 1500 TRX to be offered with over 100 Mopar parts. Deliveries of the 702-horsepower Ram 1500 TRX will start before Christmas. Hyundai fashions clothes and jewelry made from discarded car parts such as seatbelts and airbags. BMW M-Promo shows the new M4 competition and manual M3 engage in a family feud. Watch the 2021 M3 sedan and M4 coupe do what they do best. <laughs> who, who did this? Who decided? Dodge demon-powered. A Dodge demon-powered Jeep Gladiator will smoke Ram 1500 TRXs with ease. This potent Jeep Gladiator turns out a cool 850 horsepower. Who decided that a Gladiator needed 850 horsepower? Oh lord. That must that must be a terrifying but a riot. Citroen DS Palace, o, Palace homage study reimagines French icon as an electric flagship for the 2020s. The Citroen DS Palace homage has similar looks to the original. If anything, almost too much so I don't think it would pass safety regulations. Is this the 2021 VW Polo facelift or a mule for the all-new 2022 Skoda Fabia? This test vehicle features a VW, features VW polo bodywork, but Czech license plates. That is quite strange. I would think it's the latter, but hey, maybe they're just testing in the Czech Republic. Who knows? Mazda 6. Oh, this is funny. Mazda 6 saying goodbye to diesel power in Europe. So Mazda is go, is not quite doubling down, but is sticking with diesels in America, but they're not in Europe. That's very interesting. I don't know about you guys, but it seems lately that Europe has been getting really shafted with Cars, well, car European car enthusiasts, I should say, have been getting quite shafted with, from or getting quite shafted from automakers. Because if you saw the 400, if you saw that not the 400Z, the the Nissan Proto Z podcast, if you saw that, apparently the Proto Z is not going to Europe, or the 400Z, or whatever the production version of that car goes into production, it's not going to Europe. Now, this isn't as bad, I don't think many people care for diesels, but I thought I saw something else recently, where another kind of enthusiast car wasn't making it to Europe, but was making it to China, I think a few other Asian countries in America. Man, European car enthusiasts, tell, tell me if you've been noticing that as well, tell me in the comments below. Because it, it, it just seems like a sucky time for you guys right now, or at the very least, the next four years seem quite sucky for you guys. Starting next year, EU and UK buyers will only be able to purchase gasoline-powered Mazda 6 variants. Honda Access further sharpens up Japan's 2021 Civic Type R. Upgraded 2021 Honda Civic Type R has just reached Japan and genuine accessories are already available. Muscled up 2022 Mercedes-AMG C63 makes spy debut with mystery powertrain. The upcoming C63 is rumored to feature an electrified powertrain with either 6 or 4 cylinders. VW California 6.1 range welcomes back beach model. The new VW California 6.1 beach model is priced from 52,062 pounds in the UK. You know, it's been so long since I've converted. I don't even remember. I think apparently the exchange rates from from pounds to dollars has changed. So now it would be more in dollars than it than it actually would in pounds. So I, I guess that would make it, but not by much. So that would make it about $55,000, $57,000 here, there, thereabouts. So not too bad. BMW thinks Brexit could end up costing car makers 13 billion. Their solution is to keep a cross-border trading tariff-free and with no bureaucracy. Ducati unveils entry-level scrambler 1100 Dark Pro. The Ducati Scrambler 1100 Dark Pro goes on sale later this month in the UK from $10,495 uh, pounds. So what, 13 13 grand for a bike? Not bad. Innovative 1970 Pininfarina Modulo concept celebrated in official stamp. The stamp is limited to 400,000 copies and celebrates Pininfarina's 90th anniversary. Now, I'm not a stamp collector. I'm not that bored, no. <laughs> no offense. I'm I'm not interested in that. I would collect that, though, because that's kind of interesting. You know what? If they did a Dodge Viper stamp, I'd be all over that. Someone needs to make a Dodge Viper stamp. Gosh dang it. I need a Dodge Viper stamp right now. Hyundai Exient? X C I N T however you're supposed to say it, that abuses the world's first mass-produced fuel cell electric heavy-duty truck. The global race for heavy-duty fuel cell trucks is on, and Hyundai has pole position. RBW's EV Roadster is an electric MGB that's set to go into production next year. The EV Roadster costs over 100000 God dang! costs over $100,000 and only has 94 horsepower! And a top speed of 80 miles per hour. That's just disappointing! That is a big disappointment. That, that No... That's not tempting enough, especially for you're paying a hundred grand for eighty for ninety-four horsepower. I don't care how light it is, which with the batteries it's probably heavier. That is awful. That just sucks. Jaguar Land Rover's active noise cancellation helps driver helps reduce driver fatigue. Jaguar Land Rover system can reduce unwanted noise peaks by up to ten decibels. I don't understand. If there are people who if they if it gets too quiet will fall asleep. So canceling the noise that would otherwise keep them awake wouldn't that just make them fall asleep faster i don't oh wait unwanted noise peaks and is noise peaking what causes people to fall asleep i mean i guess we'll have to get into that a little bit further in the second half of the podcast or in the in the second part i should say but still that seems very counterproductive to me kia jin and stonic <laughs> brings mild hybrid tech and new trim levels to the uk for or from 18,195 pounds the Kia Stonic is available in GT Line, Connect, and GT Line S specs for the first time. Chris Harris tests the world's best performance cars in Top Gear Speed Week. Top Gear Speed Week tests gathered together 16 of the greatest performance cars. Yeah, but except no Viper ACR, so eh. <laughs> Australia's 2021 Mazda BT50 that America won't get poses for the camera. I'm not sure anyone's that displeased with it. I'm not sure anyone really cares that it... I'm not sure any Americans, I should say. Are gonna care that we're that they're not gonna be able to get the BT50. Anyway, though, the new BT50 is an Isuzu D-Max underneath, but you wouldn't know that by looking at it. Subaru breaks Guinness World Record for something only they could have done. We'll give you a hint. It included 1,751 Subaru vehicles driven by their owners. Tesla says it fired employee after Fremont plant sabotage. Tesla says the employee sabotaged part of the factory and tries to blame another worker or tried to blame another worker. Wow. Wow, just the rage, the hate. They hmm, need more love in their life. (laughs) This is Amazon's Rivian-made electric delivery van that will hit U.S. roads in 2021. This is the first of three different models that Amazon and Rivian are collaborating on. 2021 Chevrolet Silverado HD gains class-leading tow rating in four new special editions. Update 4 begs to differ, but Chevrolet stands firm. The Silverado HD now boasts a best-in-class Max towing rating of up to 36,000 pounds. Acura reveals the MDX prototype's interior. Hints at a more luxurious and high-tech production model. The MDX prototype features a digital instrument cluster, stylish leather seats, and a modern infotainment system. Oh, my, mess that interior. Skoda developed an app to diagnose car problems by their sound. That... no. I'm... no. I... no. No. <laughs> I don't think... That, maybe that would work eventually, but I'm, I'm very skeptical how well it'll work for now. Toyota RAV4 gains new hybrid XLE premium trim for 2021. The 2021 RAV4 TRV Off-Road also features a new stainless steel skid plate. New GMC Hummer EV to be unveiled during opening Baseball World Series event. GM has confirmed October 20th as the unveiling date of the GMC Hummer EV. That is going to be it for now, though. I will see you all after the break. Hey, hey, everyone, we are back, and we're going to be delving into the first story here, which is the Waymo 1. Five years after offering the world's first ride in a self-driving car on public roads, Waymo is opening up its fully autonomous service to the general public in Phoenix, Arizona. The service started on October 8th, oh, just a day ago from the day of this recording, with people who are already Waymo, run, Waymo 1 riders but will be open over the next several weeks to anyone downloading the app and wants a ride within a 50 square mile or 129.5 square kilometer area of Phoenix. In the near term, the Alphabet owned company says that 100% of its rides will be fully autonomous. I don't like that idea. Later this year, after outfitting, outfitting vehicles with barriers between the front row and the rear passenger cabin for hygiene and safety, Waymo will reintroduce rides with a trained vehicle operator. This will add capacity and allow Waymo to serve a larger geographical area of 100 square miles or 259 square kilometers around Phoenix, Arizona. We expect our our new, fully driverless service to be very popular and we're thankful to our riders for their patience as we ramp up availability to serve demand. Waymo said in a statement, We've achieved this milestone with the thought and care that our riders expect from us. We've enhanced We've enhanced our health and safety policies and procedures throughout our fully owned fleet, sought the feedback of our team, partners, riders, as well as federal, local, and state authorities, all while continuing to advance the Waymo driver's capabilities. The self-driving vehicle technology unit of Google Parent Company of sorry of Google Parent Alphabet did not say where and when it will expand its robotaxi business besides Phoenix. You can imagine we'd love the opportunity to bring the Waymo One driver to our home state of California. Waymo CEO John Krasik, I hope I got that right, was quoted as saying by Reuters. In 2017, the company began its early rider program in the metro Phoenix area with the fourth generation Waymo driver self-driving tech using the full-size hybrid Chrysler Pacifica. For the last year, the company has pioneered fully driverless paid rides on high-speed roads across a service area larger than the city of San Francisco. As the capability of the Waymo driver got better, the company ramped up its efforts, with 5-10% to 10% of its rides in 2020 being fully driverless for an exclusive group of early riders under an NDA. So that means no videos on YouTube. I was just thinking, like, oh, you know, maybe I should go check some videos on YouTube and see how that's coming. But, uh, but nope, that's not gonna happen. Not yet, anyway. Jaguar Land Rover's active noise cancellation helps reduce driver fatigue. Jaguar Land Rover has detailed the advanced noise cancellation technology featured in the upcoming Jaguar F-Pace, Jaguar XF, and Range Rover Velar. The company's active road noise cancellation system uses Celentium's active acoustics technology that features sensors on each wheel. These sensors constantly monitor the vibrations from the road surface and calculate the opposite phase sound wave needed to remove the noise heard by the occupants. Such a system allows for the sounds from potholes and rough surfaces to be isolated and essentially removed. This cancels or virtually removed, as I would probably be a bit more accurate to say. This cancellation sound is then played through the high-end mer- Meridian Meridian sound system. The technology also has the ability to monitor which seats are being used to optimize the noise cancellation for all occupants. Okay, that's kind of high-tech. Kind of cool. Jaguar Land Rover says the technology can lower unwanted noise peaks by 10 decibels and overall noise levels by 3 to 4 decibels, helping to reduce driver fatigue. We are committed to creating a haven for our customers and this new technology allows us to remove unwanted noises from the cabin. Jaguar Land Rover Refinement Advanced Technology Specialist Ian Suffield said in a statement, it makes the experience more tranquil, improving passenger well-being and helping to reduce cognitive load and thus reaction times. This research is all part of... Of the journey to destination zero. The active road noise cancellation system works in conjunction with the engine noise cancellation of the new Jaguar F-Pace and Range Rover Velar with the P400E plug-in hybrid powertrain. Now we have the SUBi Guinness World Record. At Fest 2020, which was held last weekend and is one of the largest annual gatherings of Subaru enthusiasts in the United States, the automaker set a new Guinness World Record. What for? Well, the largest parade of Subaru cars with 1,751 vehicles driven by their owners, breaking the previous 2015 record when 549 cars attended. Instead of selling tickets, though, this year the company asked for a donation from each participant to Feeding America, with proceeds benefiting two local food banks, the Los Angeles Regional Food Bank and 2nd Harvest Orange County. The donations will provide 241,800 meals, and Subaru of America will match them, Raising the number to five hundred thousand. In these trying times, we all search for stability in our daily lives," said Subaru Senior VP Alan Beath. "Sorry if I got your name wrong. We hope that through this donation to Feeding America, we can provide the comfort and stability of a meal for people who struggle with hunger in America. We must all stay f- We must all stay safe, but remember to help others where we can. The donations are part of a partnership between Subaru and Feeding America, which will provide 50 million meals to people impacted by the new disease. At this year's Subaru Fest, Subaru previewed the second-generation BRZ. The sports car is due this fall with an evolutionary with evolutionary styling, a more modern interior, and probably a turbocharged, thank the Lord, 2.4-liter probably Boxer or 4, sourced from the Ascent and Subaru Legacy, where it develops 260 horsepower and 277 pound-feet of torque, or 376 Nm meters of torque. The power will be directed through the rear wheels, most likely through a standard manual transmission or an optional automatic, and the range is expected to be topped by the STI, which could have around 300 horsepower. Finally, we get the STI BRZ that we've been wanting since the darn thing came out. Now, Amazon and Rivian. Amazon has revealed its first custom electric delivery vehicle designed and built in partnership with EV startup Rivian. This is one of three different models that Amazon has invested in and completely customized with Rivian to improve the driver experience and optimize safety. Amazon ordered a total of 100,000 vehicles from Rivian by 2030, and the first 10,000 of them will be on the road as early as 2022. Developed to far surpass any other delivery vehicle, Amazon's electric van is packed with safety, navigation, and design features. From a safety perspective, highlights include state-of-the-art sensory de- sorry, sensor detection, highway and traffic assist technology and a 360-degree exterior camera six, uh, system. In addition, the electric delivery vehicle has a large windshield for enhanced driver visibility, a strengthened door on the driver's side for additional protection, and bright taillights surrounding the rear of the vehicle to make braking easily noticeable to drivers following from behind. Remember the... It's funny because there's a podcast episode going up at the time of the... Well, at the time this episode comes out, there's a podcast episode going up tomorrow about the car that I'm about to talk about. But remember the Maserati 3000 GT? And it had those really thin, slim, boomerang-style taillights. So imagine that, but even slimmer and then made to fit the shape of a van. That's what's the ta- That's how the taillights look on this new M- M- Amazivian van? <laughs> need, a, need a better company name than that. In addition, the electric delivery... Oh, we already talked about that. The driver's cabin benefits from Alexa integration, of of course it does, that's not even surprising. It's disappointing, but it's not surprising. For hands-free access to route information and the latest weather updates, as well as a flat floor for easy movement. The driver can access the cargo area through a bulkhead door which can easily be opened and closed for additional driver protection while on the road. The rear compartment features three levels of shelving for the parcels. We combine Rivian's technology with our delivery logistics knowledge, and the result is what you see here. The future of last-mile delivery said Ross Rachi, hopefully I got that right, director of Amazon's global fleet and products. The executive added that the company is now working to advance and implement the technology that will support the Vans, from the physical charging infrastructure to enhancements and optimization of Amazon's delivery stations. Of course, the interior is just a big tablet with another big tablet. I mean, the entire gauge cluster, again, is just a tablet. It's almost like an Amazon Fire. I don't like that, all that. I don't like that very much. Oh, well. Also, the steering wheel's kind of... There's very few buttons on it, which most people would probably be... Or a handful of people would probably be happy about, but in in these times, it actually just looks really, really weird and almost low rent. Almost like a prototype, actually. Which I suppose this is, but still. The vehicle we've developed with Amazon is not just electric. We prioritize safety and functionality to create a vehicle that's optimized for package delivery, said RJ Scarring, hopefully I got that right, Rivian CEO, we thought through how drivers got in and out of the van, what the workspace feels like, and what the workflow is for delivering packages. Amazon says that before investing in Rivian, it was unable to find electric options that met the needs of its drivers and delivery operations. The partnership helped the e-commerce giant accelerate the path to an electric delivery vehicle that fits its needs. According to Raichi, the two companies invented a solution that will reset industry expectations for electric delivery vehicle capabilities. Amazon's new electric delivery van will date will debut on U.S. roads next year. And I'll have to remind myself at that time to get a picture of it because that is some big news. Now we have to talk about the Skoda app to diagnose car sounds. Skoda has developed an app that will make diagnosing car problems as easy as pulling out your smartphone. See, but the thing is, it was already like that. You just have to pull out your smartphone and open Google! called the Sound Analyzer. The app records audio while the vehicle is running and then compares the recording to stored sound patterns. Okay, good idea. If something is amiss, the app will notify technicians and tell them where to look for problems with an accuracy of more than 90%. I kind of doubt that. I would, I'd expect, given the way that they've made it work, I would expect maybe 70, 65% of the time it's accurate, which is still better than how it's seen, which is still better than my first impression. Let's say that. Skoda says the app can recognize 10 sound patterns, including those for the steering system, the air conditioning compressor, and the clutches in the direct-shift gearbox, DSG. In order to do this, the app converts the recorded audio file into a spectrogram that visually depicts the the acoustic signals. Artificial intelligence technology then compares the file with stored recordings to identify deviations. An algorithm then works to determine what the deviations are and how to fix them. The app promises a number of benefits to both customers and dealerships. As Skoda explained, the sound analyzer makes vehicle maintenance more efficient and reduces the amount of time vehicles spend in the shop for repairs. This leads to improved customer satisfaction and increased productivity. Okay, okay. As much as my initial re reaction was no, 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 and mess no, perhaps it's a good idea. Perhaps it's a good idea. I get, I'm just still really skeptical, though, about how accurate it actually is. And I have to wonder what are the ways that you could potentially fool the system. But as an idea, it's not bad. It's actually not bad. They just gotta get that accuracy down though. That's what they really need to do. And then I'd actually imagine that we'd see this more often. I would hope so at least. I want to see other automakers adopt this idea. It's it's brilliant. Because not only does that help the consumers and it help consumers figure out potentially what's wrong with the car, but it might but dealerships and automakers should want to implement this because it might give customers a better dealership experience. And this is important because even if they have a, let's say, a less reliable car than what they could have chosen, provided the dealership experience isn't unpleasant, they might be able to deal with. They might put up with more problems long term. Not saying that automakers should strive to screw consumers over by reducing their reliability by making the dealerships five-star restaurants ex- or five-star hotel experiences. But this might be a good thing all around. It might improve the dealership experience and make the fixes take take less time. Moving on though. Skoda has been testing the app as part of a pilot project in 14 different countries. 245 dealers have also been involved as they provided audio recordings for the software's learning process. While the app is interesting, Skoda hinted the technology could be incorporated into future models via special sensor, special sensors, which listen for abnormalities. They said this could allow for predictive maintenance as well as schedule repairs via an internet connection. According to... I just hope that hackers wouldn't try and hack this and then scam people by saying, oh, you, your car needs to go here because it, because of some sound thing, and it's like, no, you didn't, your car was fine. Or worse yet, dealerships exploiting that. That would be just as bad, if not worse. Moving on, though, to the last paragraph. According to Skoda's head of after-sales, Stanislav, I can't figure out how to say your last name, I'm sorry, Sound Analyzer is a prime example of the new opportunities digitalization at Skoda can create, even in terms of after-sales, we will continue to consistently use artificial intelligence technologies to offer our customers an even more personalized service, thus enhancing the customer experience even further. That now marks the end of this segment. I will see you all for the last and final time after the break. Welcome, everyone, to the final segment. Listen, the new Audi e-tron GT sounds like an expensive vacuum cleaner. Audi says the e-tron GT sound is worth a thousand words. Can you think of any? 2021 Audi R8 V10 rear-wheel drive joins U.S. lineup as the cheapest model at $145,895. Previously available as a limited edition, the rear-wheel drive R8 is now a permanent fixture in the range. Thank the Lord. Cummins swapped Dodge Charger loves to roll coal. This bizarre Dodge Charger also has an odd matte black paint scheme. It reminds me of that old show, what was it, Defy? Defiant? No, Defiance? Something like that. It reminds me of that, except it's not a 2012 Dodge Charger, it's a 2007 maybe Dodge Charger. Mercedes admits they went a bit too far with their cheaper compact range. Mercedes admits it has too many compact vehicles, but will they do anything about it? Doubtful. How about that? Dodge and Ram sales in Europe doubled in September 2020. AEC Europe is the official importer of the Dodge and Ram brands in the region. Elon Musk says Tesla could build 500,000 vehicles this year. Tesla will need to deliver over 182,000 vehicles in the last quarter. McLaren Sabre spotted under camo. What? Oh, Ultimate. What? What? God dang, McLaren's pumping out quite a few models lately. McLaren Sabre spotted under camo. Probably comes with a 1,134 horsepower hybrid powertrain. The new McLaren Ultimate Series model is inspired by the Ultimate Vision GT, funnily enough. And you know what it looks? From the profile, it looks a lot. Like, scarily. Like a Jaguar XJ220 that's pretty exciting but it's a modern xj220 what the mess get them while you still can let us to stop selling the ct is and rc in europe this was the other piece of news especially on the rc tesla is apparent sorry there is apparently no plan to offer replacements for the ct is or the rc british car enthusiasts y'all are getting screwed god damn that man i feel so bad for you guys that's the ct no one cares about the is is a shame but the rc that is a... what... what a tragedy. Mazda MX-30 debuts in Japan with e-Skyactiv-G mild hybrid tech. For Japan, the Mazda MX-30's gasoline engine works alongside a 5one kilowatt assist motor and 24 and a 24 volt battery. Audi e-tron GT teased in massive photo gallery. Hot e-tron GT RS variant confirmed. The Audi e-tron GT RS will be unveiled alongside the regular version later this year. Hyundai Kona EV hit with recall in South Korea over fire risk. The recall involves 25,564 Kona EVs built between September 17th and March... So, sorry, built between September 2017 and March 2020. Vision Mercedes-Maybach Ultimate Luxury Concept may actually inspire a production Sol or SUL. Mercedes might replace the A-Class sedan with a vehicle combining SUV and sedan looks. Okay. I mean, to be fair, that's essentially what the Mercedes-Maybach Ultimate luxury concept is. It's just a really tall sedan, so... Have Have fun with that. Tesla's German-built Model Y to be the first with new 4680 battery cells. There will also... Sorry, Tesla will also update the Model Y structure and its paint process. Volvo files patent for a steering wheel that can slide from left to right. Why? Why would you need that? Volvo's unique system could be used by fully autonomous vehicles. Ah. Okay. Mercedes to phase out manuals and cut down engine operations in cost-cutting push. Mercedes will cut down its ICE powertrain variants by 70% by 2030. VW thinks EVs will make up 90% of its car sales in Norway as soon as 2021. I almost wouldn't be surprised by that, truthfully. The German carmaker is also targeting 100% EV sales in the Nordic country by, 20- by 2023. Let's get onto that recall, though. According to South Korea's transport ministry, Hyundai has decided to recall its Kona electric model locally over a possible short circuit due to what could be faulty battery cell manufacturing. The resulting spark could cause a fire. The recall will commence on October 16th and will include software updates and battery replacements following an inspection. Involved are 25,564 Kona EVs built between September 2017 and March 2020, reports Reuters. This recall is a proactive response to a suspected detective sorry, defective, production of high-voltage batteries used in the vehicles, which may have contributed to the reported fires, said the carmaker, adding that it will use all necessary measures to identify the cause of the issue and address customers' needs. Of course, this is a very serious problem, especially after there have already been some 13 incidents of fire involving this model, including documented ones in Canada and Austria. The one in Canada took place in a garage in Montreal, where the Kona simply exploded despite not being plugged into anything at any, sorry, at the time. LG Chem, who makes the batteries for the Econa Electric, said that the exact cause of that fire hasn't been determined, and a reenactment experiment conducted together with Hyundai did not lead to a similar incident, which means the fires may not be related to faulty batteries. After the recall was announced, Hyundai's, sha- Hyundai, yeah, Hyundai's shares fell 1.4%, mostly because battery replacements could be costly. The battery accounts for roughly 30% of an EV's overall price, Meanwhile, LG Chem shares actually went up 1.8 percent. How and why? Dodge sold two new Vipers in Q3 of this year, despite production ending in 2017. FCA also managed to sell one new Dart for Chrysler 200s, and God forbid a Jeep Patriot. Is the Pagani Huayra R getting an NA V12 with over 900 horsepower? Pagani will officially present the hardcore, Hi- or, sorry, Huayra R on November 12th. 2021 Honda Ridgeline toughened up for the new model year. The 2021 Honda Ridgeline retains its standard 3.5-liter VTEC V6 with 280 horsepower. Jaguar sold a mere 250 XF Sportbrakes in the U.S. since 2017. The Jaguar XF Sportbrake is rarer in the United States than the Porsche 918 Spyder. I will have to remember, if I ever see one, take a crap ton of photos. If I ever see one. Winter is coming, but so is the new 2022 Genesis G70 shooting brake. It's no, it's just a wagon. Genesis is hu- is hoping added practicality will make the G70 wagon appealing to Europeans. New Bronco Overland concept shows off shows off Ford's massive accessory catalog. It's basically our it's basically our dream spec if money was no object. The Ferrari SF90 Stradale sets a new Top Gear lap record. The Ferrari SF90 Stradale lap the second in just one. 1 minute, 11.3 seconds. Insane. Aston Martin shows new V12 Speedster in matte black as Prototype makes dynamic debut. Aston, Martin, Aston Martin's V12 Speedster... No, oh no. Aston Martin V12 Speedster deliveries start in early 2021. It costs just under $1 million. Upcoming Hyundai i20N hot hatch looks like a bundle of fun. The 2021 Hyundai i20N has a 1.6 liter turbocharged engine producing 201 horsepower. Facebook, the 2021 X3 M40i dropped some camo in latest spy shots. 2021 Cupra Leon. Plug-in hybrid hot hatch hits the European market. Petrol versions with more power are still available, but a manual transmission is, sadly, not. Volvo's electric XC40 Recharge has an EPA driving range of 208 miles. Not great, but it could be worse. Production of the Volvo XC40 Recharge recently started in Belgium. Ducati Multistrada V4 is the world's first motorcycle to feature front and rear radar tech. The updated Ducati Multistrada V4 will be unveiled officially on November 4th. Sutton VIP Class Levick TX is the most luxurious London taxi. costs $155,000. The limited-run Lev TX taxi, customized by Sutton Bespoke, features a completely overhauled interior. Goldman pulls trigger on GM's credit card unit for $2.5 billion. Goldman Sachs, I hope I got that, or Sox, maybe, won the bidding to purchase GM's credit card business over Barclays. Bit of a weird name. Toyota and Panasonic to partner on batteries for hybrids. Toyota and Panasonic are also building batteries for electric vehicles together. 2021 Polestar 2 gets EPA rated 233 miles of range. Polestar was targeting a range of 275 miles with the all-electric 2. Mercedes' all-electric Vision EQXX teased as an innovative technical showcase. According to Mercedes, the Vision EQXX could have a range of 750 miles. 2021 Opel Opal/Vauxhall Crossland goes official with new ve- Visor Face, GS Line Plus and SRI tri- or well, SRI trim probably because the sporty trims are called different things for Opel and Vauxhall. The Crossland's engine lineup remains unchanged, but the chassis has been retuned. Ferrari's F8 Tributo is no match for the McLaren 720S in a straight line. Both the McLaren 720S and Ferrari F8 Tributo have 710 horsepower and 568 pound-feet of torque. So how did the McLaren... Really, the question is, how did McLaren make this thing so insane? That's the question. Tesla Model 3's interior camera tracking eye and head movement. Could Tesla be developing a driver monitoring system for the Model 3? That'd be kind of interesting, but Mercedes already did that a while ago, sort of, with the S-Class, the one back in 2010. I don't remember what generation that one was called, though. Anyway, though, that is going to be it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you did, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Hitting the little notification bell, then all notifications. That way you'll be notified every time I upload. If you want to watch or listen to this podcast on the road, but don't have or want the pod be mobile app, well, then just boot up wherever you get your podcast, including Spotify. Tap in Cody's Car Conundrum before you set off, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I'll see you all next time. You've just listened to me.